Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, we're going to continue on a good theme, which is learning about what life is like when we get to heaven, Carl. Well, gee, didn't we just do this? Well, <laughs> I was just pondering this morning uh, how it's not easy to describe another realm of existence in a 45-minute radio show, uh, maybe 50 minutes. Um, and so we're going to do a second one, and we'll try and fill in some gaps for you. But this probably will be an endless exploration, but it's a fascinating one. And there's some really exciting and wonderful things we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a long first segment, so we'll get right into it. You ask creator, what is the heavenly realm? The higher astral plane? A thought? A physical place somewhere in the universe, which is just on a different vibrational scale? Where is it located? All right, and this is what I channeled from Creator. These are Creator's words. It is a different vibrational plane, and it overlays the physical you inhabit. There are multiple dimensions. These are internested and intertwined in actuality. So no one plane is that far from another. It is a kind of loop that has many layers, but the spiraling of the energies allows them to return to the origin in regular cycles of energy flow. So one is never very far away from home, even though the universe is vast in appearance and multiplied manifold by the intricacies of dimensionality factored in. It is never very far from here to anywhere. This, in a sense, is a riddle and an enigma. You will come to understand this in time. Well, you know, it make it, it kind of makes sense if you look at it from one perspective that everything is energy and consciousness. Energy and consciousness is doesn't have size, it doesn't have distance, you know. So, yeah, in it a sense exists, it makes sense. Yeah, it it exists everywhere at once. Right. And this is a way we can go anywhere in the universe instantly with our consciousness at least. But I, I might have to channel Albert Einstein again to unpack this this one <laughs> small short channeling from Creator because I think there's a lot of interesting information uh, that's mentioned directly and indirectly. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. You ask Creator, a viewer asks, what's so great about being a divine human if we're already light beings that can go anywhere in the universe with our thoughts, create things out of limitless energy with our mind alone to make anything we want? don't need food or water to live, and have immortality? Well, it's a good question. People have pondered what's the meaning of existence and on and on. And this is what Creator says about this go-round. You are forgetting the fact that as the light beings with the capabilities you describe, you are describing the very same thing. These are light being capabilities of the divine human, not any organism. So you are seeing, in effect, a preview of coming attractions that much in the toolkit is in place already. 
what is needed is further seasoning and further testing and validation that as a race of beings, you will continue to learn and grow in desirable ways and face various tests to ensure you can handle the freedoms that will be granted to you more and more as time goes on. While you are in the light as light beings, you still do not have full freedom bestowed on you in terms of free will and free agency. While you can do many things on your own, it is always done in close consultation with Creator and with Creator's permission and will be monitored by Creator as well. So, in effect, you are still on a leash. You also still do not have the full extent of the powers you will enjoy when you have surmounted the problems facing you in the earth plane that will demonstrate once and for all the ability to stay in divine alignment under the most dire circumstances and temptations. This seasoning has been an essential component in your development and to prove your readiness to handle the responsibility responsibilities you will have as an advanced divine human living and working more independently than ever before. You will have much responsibility and it will be shouldered unilaterally. Creator will always be available for consultation, but there will be many times and situations where you act entirely as an independent agent and must be ready to shoulder that responsibility. This is what we wanted to ensure before unleashing you all on the universe. There are many things still to learn about the nature of your future and what it will entail. So this at least will clarify the outline of your request to show you that you haven't seen anything yet truly in what will come your way. The opportunities, the challenges and the awesome nature of your future contributions to the universe stemming from your own creativity and choices as a powerful extension of creator's consciousness greater than ever before in any form and especially under circumstances where the extension you represent is given free will and free agency. That is the level of power in combination with creator's trust in you that has never been enjoyed heretofore. You know, a very quick analogy I might throw in there that occurred to me was, let's assume that you were going to go visit like a national park. Well, if you're a five-year-old child, you're going to be accompanied by your parents every step of the way. And then likely your parents are going to be chaperoned around by park rangers or maybe even tour guides. So there's going to be different levels of supervision. But as you get older and can become independent, then you can be like your parents, travel around without the parental chaperones. And then if you were to become a park ranger or get a special permit to go out on your own recognizance, then you have the ultimate freedom. So, you know, it's still the same park, but the amount of access you're going to have is going to be vastly different depending on your status. Well, and the reality is in the physical form we exist in as humans we're really like the five-year-old child. We're not the <laughs> the co-creative or unicreative light being in full flower that no. is our promise. This is where we're headed if we pass the test we're going through right now. So it's and interesting to see. Apparently, we're not in that mode between lives either. That might be some of the, the questions that people have. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting as well. We're still... In our kind of uh, celestial kindergarten where we have to season ourselves, prove our mettle, and grow into the role 
and have that responsibility based on a foundation of achievement. Yes. I think that would be a good future show topic is uh, contrasting the ascended divine human versus, you know, being in the light between lives and even incarnated. So there could be more exploration down the road. U.S. Creator, when light beings see and interact with other light beings than the light, do they perceive them as being in their soul's predominant physical form, such as human, reptilian, etc., or do they perceive one another only as energy and light? All right, and Creator tells us the following. This is complicated to explain because there are many levels of existence within the higher astral plane. There can be personae embraced for special occasions, for particular purposes, to have a shift in the energies to comprise something one has experienced and shared with others as a way of re-entering those energies in order to do some useful work for greater learning and teaching purposes as well. For the most part, what light beings see in one another is their soul signature. There is a soul recognition, and that is what we mean by the term recognizing the signature of an individual, meaning their individual soul expression. That is the central core, the true self in its greatest expression, its totality. So those portions of the soul that may be out and about as light being extensions carry the soul signature with them, and this is the universal passport, so to speak that will be recognized by those other light beings they know intimately or more casually, as the case may be. The soul recognition is done also by human beings in meeting someone and having love at first sight or seeing in another a true friend in the making and warming to them immediately and having a comfort and feeling of acceptance and a strong like for the person from the get-go. These are all signs of having a soul recognition. As is often the case, people find one another who have a life plan to be together in some capacity as a good friend, neighbor, co-worker, supervisor in a career, or mentor. Even a teacher at a critical moment to help someone overcome a difficulty can be a godsend done through prior planning. And that soul recognition provides the impetus to give more of oneself and take a greater interest in the relationship. So this is the universal calling card, so to speak, as the light beings are non-material and do not need material trappings. I, you know, find this emphatically true in my own life, and I can sit here and come up with a couple dozen examples where, you know, I I can say I've recognized somebody's soul signature. A good example right now is a coworker of mine that I've been working with for almost a decade now, and... uh, we just hit it off from day one. We've never had a crossword between us. We work together for hours on end without without fatigue. Um, it's really a wonderful relationship in its own right. It's a, it's a working relationship. You know? But I think that's one that fits this mold. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how it works, folks. This is, And it's a beautiful, beautiful arrangement because we're often with friends or can be. It's a choice, and there's pre-planning involved even to bring it about, and divine guidance and support to ensure we meet up with the people we intended to coming down. That's a beautiful thing. That This isn't all just random and, and, and chaotic with no purpose, no logic, no reason, and no purpose. This, uh, this is the main thing, the purpose of life. So we're seeing the orchestration and some of the ways it's engineered. Absolutely. 
U.S. creator, a viewer asks, the creator with whom Carl, Carl Mollison communicates has acknowledged an entity higher than itself. In light of this, who or what has created the creator whom Carl communicates with? Okay, well, now we may be stepping on a few toes uh, among the religious folk, but, you know, we're grown-ups, are we not? And so this is how creator reacts to this question. We have described this in the past and are doing so because we are honest and forthright in our dealings with divine human, because you are a part of us, and that is the most valuable thing you can know. Being literally part of God, you are exalted already, but have come to doubt this because of your weakened status currently as a physical human. That has been done to you by the ravages of time and the evil forces working against you. We are truly the divine being spoken of in the scriptures universally and the loftiest of divine beings influencing your universe. This is our creation and our province. We, in turn, were created by another God being. And there is another God being even higher. This is all you need to know at this point in time about the overall schema of divinity and its doings. Given the many parallel planes of existence and the infinite creation that is possible, there is no need to fear any of this. There is room for all, and there are infinite possibilities for expansion. And this is true for you as an individual created soul as well. You can rise to far greater heights than you have experienced heretofore, even being old souls existing prior to the creation of the current universe. There is still much for you to learn and room to grow. The reality of this hierarchical scheme is not intended to diminish you in any respect. In a sense, you have greater potential as individual components than we do as a composite because for us to expand depends on you and your ability to change and grow will be truly much more profound than what we do unilaterally. Much of our energy is taken up in supporting you and the other individual beings throughout our creation. That requires great vigilance, oversight, and attention to the details of the inner workings and the enterprise as a whole on every level from the smallest to the greatest. Having set in motion a vast new array of worlds, we are watching it unfold and are needed many, many ways and times to tweak things, make adjustments and improvements as the case may be, but we are not in the process of creating and expanding ourselves to the same degree that represents your journey from your creation coming forward now through the eons, but yet to reach the loftiest of heights in the schema we are describing here. This awaits you over time and will give you innumerable times of glorious success and happiness. This is all good. There is nothing dark to fear. The beings in the hierarchy are all positive and loving consciousness that is the essence of all that is created in the creative forces behind it. As you know, inherent within the possibility of existence, there must be a full spectrum encompassing an opposite for any energetic expression that you would perceive as positive. 
This creates many opportunities for things to cause a problem, a misalignment, a distortion, a darkening and lessening of things. This is why conscious oversight is needed to maintain an equilibrium so positive intentions are favored. That is how things have come to be, and this has within it the guarantee of success, ultimately. You and I were not created to fail. We were created to succeed. When problems arise, they do require action and an effective response. This is always a learning process because things are free form. They are not preordained from on high. You decide what will happen as much as we do. And this is what we want for you. And all of creation agrees to this. This is the grandest of unfoldings that has ever taken place anywhere. And you are at the forefront carrying it forward. It is being done by you more so than the divine in the higher realms and will be your creation and to your credit for all of time in how things turn out. This is the greatest of opportunities you can have, and it is here now and underway, not a dream, but a reality. The fact you are in a dark period of struggle does not take away from that truth, but in a way adds more to its meaning and ultimate value. It will strengthen the enterprise and add character and depth and deep understanding of how to surmount difficulty in the bargain and is worth working for and fighting for, if need be, with all your determination and energy. Well, it's interesting. The comment you made before reading this channeling was that it might ruffle some religious feathers. But not all religions, because uh, actually the um, the monopoly of gods uh, and the, the uh, hierarchy in Eastern religions actually suggests that there's a a godhead that exists at a certain level and there's there's consciousness gods above that but they're not accessible to us there's a limit about how far we can go up the chain as humans to interact with the divine hierarchy and so the creator would be the very tippy top of what we're able to communicate with at all and beyond that it's not possible so um, that's within like the hindu buddhist hierarchies so Mm -hmm. it's not a completely foreign topic no i i agree but most people are not steeped in religious lore, the theological precepts, and Quite comparative <laughs> theology, and, and so on. So we don't want to presume too much of anyone. And uh, people get dogmatic about their own brand of belief, as we as we all know, oh, yes. <laughs> and and sometimes fight over it. And it's it's a shame, and it's it's non-divine, in fact. But here we are. So we have to make the most of things. But this is this is a glorious and positive view that we are in the middle of something that is highly planful, organized, and purposeful. And we're heading somewhere majestic and awesome with a much, much grander life than we could ever imagine as a human yes. being in the physical. Well, that is certainly the good news. And of course... Most Christian religions certainly have that outlook as well. So I think we're, we're, we're in the ballpark, but we are introducing some new topics that might be stretching the minds a little bit. And you can stretch your mind a lot more by signing up for GetWisdom.com. You can become an eternally free participant member, and you can get access to most of the content that we create, including the, the radio shows are free without being a member. You can see them on the Voice America archives. Uh, but we have Get Wisdom seminars, webinars. Um, it's cha- weekly channelings. There's, there's a 
tons of material out there. Just sign up to getwisdom.com today and partake of it. We'll be right back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We're exploring what the greater life is beyond this one uh, in a positive sense. Assuming people get out of limbo. We don't want that happening, Carl. Well, and there is a glorious future and a grand expansion underway. We've been told this very clearly. And even what it's like in heaven is only the start. It's going to get much grander than the way it is in heaven right now because yes. everything is going to expand. And unfold in glorious new ways with with greater possibilities and room for all of us to have a fantastic life with many aspects to it that we can't hardly imagine. Well, you know, this is part of what we're learning with this mission, Carl, is that, you know, the Christians talk about everlasting life with God the Father. And they see that as the be-all, end-all. And of course, it is fantastic. But we're talking about an escalation above the current status. So eternal life with God is, I hate to say it, the consolation prize. There's something much greater about the divine human project that we're talking about here that needs attention. Well, and and actually, uh, not so hard to understand that that is the possibility inherent with free agency and free will. Yes. That you're not just... A handmaiden or, um, you know, a court. Uh, court jester? <laughs> I was trying not to say court jester, but, uh, you know, one of the court employees to kind of tend to things and be a gopher. And we, we really have a more important role that is possible for us as creators in our own right. Yes. Yes. And that, that is the future promise that really is exciting and, and that people need to pay attention to because that's what that's really what's at stake 
eternal life for almost the vast majority of humans is not at stake. What is at stake is something much greater. U.S. creator, a viewer asks, when we successfully transition to the light, what do we do on a regular basis? Do we have work to do and have, do we have hobbies? All right, and this is what creator tells us. In a very real sense, life as a light being is an avocation, not an occupation. By this we mean there are no work requirements per se. You are self-sufficient as a light being. You have everything you need in terms of survival and maintenance. Anything you need or want, you can create through manipulation of energy. You need not depend on outside nourishment or other natural resources to fulfill physical needs as with human existence, where you need food and water and a variety of nutrients at that. As a light being, you are 100% energetic and as such interact with energies of many kinds in the universe and will never be depleted or exhausted. Energy is replenished in proportion to its expenditure, so you are never in a state of depletion. This is part of the balance and living on a divine path on display. So the light beings have no mundane requirements to serve others in exchange for payment. That is a low-level lifestyle and a kind of enslavement out of physical necessity and has many negative as well as beneficial aspects depending on one's perspective. It would seem low-level to the light being even as it might seem rewarding to the physical human and being made to feel useful and even accomplished when one is experienced and has the requisite good health and physical stamina to do hard physical labor where it is needed, or training and talent to carry out more delicate and intricate maneuvers that produce things of value. As a light being, you have the great freedom of the unencumbered to go where you wish for as long as you wish to do whatever you wish. And in this way, all our explorers all our researchers, all our advocates and warriors for the light by turns, and in keeping with their individual soul potentials for expressing various attributes, promoting one or another of these avenues, or being of greater interest with the benefit of having perhaps somewhat greater capability for one type of activity versus another. This is how the universe of souls makes its mark and why no two souls are alike. There is room for all, and all are needed. There are things uniquely suited to you personally and your individual makeup and blend of soul characteristics. This is the way it is among the entirety of the human community, as well as other soul-based beings and cultures. There will be a very wide panoply of endeavors ongoing, And these will be attended to by those best suited in the participation, although there are others who will join in at times simply for the experience of it and to have a better understanding of what is involved and what it is like to be in a particular role. This can readily be indulged because there are not overarching imperatives that create critical deadlines as for survival, to have a finite food supply and see that it is replenished before it runs out and people go into a dangerous health decline. Such things do not happen in the light being world. It is therefore more forgiving 
more flexible, as well as more profound and joyous as it is experienced with much higher level capabilities and awareness. So everything about the light being experienced is very greatly magnified compared to what humans enjoy because there is a much wider and keener sensorium through which life is experienced as a light being compared to the meager sensory apparatus of physical humans, not to mention the extremely diminished intuitive reach. Light beings can see infinity and can know everything that has been in existence for the asking, not all at once, but as needed to gain specific knowledge for specific purposes. And it can be accessed by their minds directly from the energetic repositories available to all. Well, it's, it's certainly vast and sweeping what's being described here. You know, most, most people, of course, can't remember anything <laughs> of, uh, of having not been here. And maybe our dreams and the dream world is the closest thing that people can, can access. But we're talking about sensory that is so delicate and so fine and so magnificent that it, it blows probably your most powerful dream you ever had out of the water, I would imagine. Well, it makes human life look pretty paltry and, and, <laughs> and meager in its, um, you know, in its achievements on the level of physical reality. You know, I'm thinking about all those times I was in a classroom and was facing having a test and, you know, cramming sometimes, you know, the night before and so on. If there's something I really hated and I'd only do the learning at the last minute because I kept putting it off and, and all those things. And that whole exercise is only because the human frailty of memory means you've got to do it that way. Yeah. When you're a light being, you can go get the information instantly with your mind alone. You don't need textbooks. You don't need to cram, you don't need to go and study like we have to do to try to remember a lot of facts and figures. It's, it's, a, it's a process of learning by doing. And that's a lot more fun. Anyone will tell you if they've been more of an apprentice than have to be in a classroom forever right. until they finally, finally get out in the real world and actually do something of value. But it's, it's interesting that in this channeling though that creator kind of hinted at a larger reality for us that's in the offing you know it's it literally said light beings can see infinity and can know everything but not all at once but is needed to gain specific knowledge for specific purposes so you know there's there's limits it's not good there's, there's limits that uh, are very very real in contrast to the ascended human if we make it through our test and we'll have more access to more knowledge so even in between light, back in the, in the divine realm, apparently we don't have access to absolutely everything. You know, there's limits, and uh, we need to grow into a greater freedom. Well, and that is the joy of personal learning and personal discovery to come on new concepts, new ideas, new understandings, and depth of insight. It, it's very rewarding for those who are studying something they care about, <laughs> unlike yeah. most school programs. Exactly. It's canned, it's regimented, and it makes everyone do everything to some extent, which is completely illogical from a divine perspective, because we're all different. Yes. So much. when you're really able to do anything you want, 
you can be passionate and you'll love every minute of what you do because it's it's something that suits you. Yes. U.S. creator, do light beings date and have relationships and marriages? Well, now we really get down to it here. This is this this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna shake things up a little bit, but in a good way. Yeah. This is what Creator tells us about the light being love life. In a sense, all these things happen, but it is quite different than with human beings. Humans have very, very short lifespans and many, many constraints on the ability to form love bonds and carry out a sharing with a life partner to foster love and create intense and lasting love bonds that strengthen over time and become richly rewarding. The lucky have these blessings and will grow from experiencing them. Others yearn for but fail to have satisfactory partnerships And life passes them by if they have impairments of some kind, such as health problems, emotional difficulties, or undesirable physical characteristics. There are many potential pitfalls in the way of relationships in the physical realm, not to mention the imperative to make a living in the hierarchy creating degrees of status and desirability from economic perspectives in the degree of attainment of wealth and power, at least to the extent of providing security and safety for a mate and the raising of children. Light beings are not hampered by these limitations and have the latitude of vast stretches of time to engage with many other beings for many, many purposes. There is no need for jealousy because all have an unlimited array of opportunities and delights. So no one is left out and no one suffers lack. There will always be enjoyment and sharing. And this will be done without jealousy, without regret or suspicion, or needs to possess another. In a universe of plenty and the absence of any lack, there is no reason not to possess anything because there is always a vast array of ready alternatives. This is not to say there cannot be special bonds and special feelings. This is routine as well. It is just done from a different perspective with more openness and sharing. But this can be done by light beings without sacrificing the deep love bonds that may develop over time. The richest of experience that one's partner gains in exploring other opportunities will return to the other partner through adding many new joys to possibilities for further experiences together. This is difficult for humans to understand and is not the same as in the human plane with open marriages, which are not in divine alignment, because in the physical plane it leads to a lesser experience and a weakening of the vows and their being exercised. With the near infinite reach of the light being, there is too much to experience and encompass to restrict oneself to a narrow single choice of anything. This does not mean that you do not come home at the end of a long day and spend it with the one you love the most. So there is room for both perspectives and a balance of things. And that is what is typical, that there are many interactions, many sharings, but a basic loyalty to the deepest of the love bonds that is built in to the arrangement of human soul creation in the form of the twin flame that exists for each human being. Twin souls are designed to be uniquely compatible for purposes of love bonds of great depth, 
richness and meaning that will satisfy for all of time. This creates a love and loyalty so intense and magnificent it would never be forsaken for a different union intended to supplant it. This creates security in the availability of love for all because whenever there might be a need, the twin flame will be there and this can always be counted on. This changes things entirely and is in keeping with what we were saying about there being no lack in the divine realm for the light being. Well, the twin flame is a topic that uh, you and I certainly know in more depth, uh, thanks to these channelings, of course. Uh, But most people are not aware of the concept. And it's interesting news. But the news really is that you basically have a divine spouse, you know, and one that uh, is there with you for eternity, essentially. For eternity, yes. For eternity. A perfect partner. And the the two of you are gloriously and just immensely enamored of one another and fascinated with one another. And it never wears thin. Yes. And I I think that an analogy is that uh, the twin flames aren't necessarily identical, but more like the opposite sides of the same coin, you know, so that... It's the two together that make the whole. And it's like the, sure. every facet complements the other facet. It's the perfect pairing. But together, they're separate. But to come together, it creates a, a unique whole. And that's why the, the bond is so incredible. Um, and everybody has one. Everybody. So. Yes. And, and this, this is an important point to drive home, I think, that we shouldn't judge the divine and the possibility of the divine by our own life as a physical human. If you're struggling, if you're living a loveless existence and desperately lonely and have everything stacked against you, you're not being punished. You're going through an experience to learn from. It's no fun, but there's something more wonderful in the plans for you, and it's coming. But you got to get there. You've got to keep going to reach that. So we have to soldier on and and keep going and move through this trial period and surmount the challenges. And then we'll have the payoff of getting on with real living. Absolutely. Uh, There's a purpose to being here, you know, and we, if we have this perfect mate, why are we forced to come down here and be separate? You know, because that's a question in its own right that could could probably explore for a while. Um, But the fact is, is that this is a schoolhouse, you know, this is a test. This is a place to, uh, learn some discipline, essentially, um, because if we're going to be granted freedom in the greater universe, we have to we have to have some self-discipline and uh, and know where the limits and the boundaries are. Well, we have to also achieve the task set out for us, which is to solve the problem of evil. Yes. So we're not just here to dabble, to have a, a camping trip, as some psychics have called this. We're here for serious business. We're supposed to overthrow the evil that has taken over our galaxy. No small thing. No, and we've talked about that a lot at Get Wisdom. Uh, be sure to download our ebook on the Lightworker Healing Protocol, getwisdom.com slash LHP, to learn about the major tool for bringing about the goals that we've set out here. And we'll be right back with more Get Wisdom and talk about what it's like when we get to heaven right after this.
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of Get, of Get Wisdom this week. We are talking about life in the great beyond. And we're talking about heaven, Carl. Well, and we're moving to a climax in this last segment, as you will soon learn. <laughs> quite, quite literally, as play on words there. U.S. Creator, many people would agree that sexual orgasm is one of the peak human experiences. Is there something comparable available to light beings to consummate an intense love relationship? And if so, how does that work and what is it like in the absence of a physical body? All right. Hold on to your seat here. This is what Creator tells us. You will be intrigued and delighted to know that the human sexual response of the physical human body is modeled after the way light beings experience love relationships and a coming together with a special communion for the exchange of a deep soul love connection. And its intensity far exceeds the pleasure that humans experience from sexual congress. All human experiences are a semblance of what light beings enjoy and perceive. They are a minimalist experiencing through senses quite constricted by the physical apparatus available to do the sensing. So touch is very crude. Vision is quite limited, both in directionality as well as the nature of the energy being perceived, being quite narrow in spectral frequencies. Hearing is very insensitive because it is picking up local energetic consequences only and not things from much of a distance and so on. The sensory apparatus of the physical human is appropriate and adequate to the task for life in the physical, but would never suit the light being with a much vaster array of capabilities. So it is only fitting in a kind of proportional existence of energetic capabilities that to have a union of souls in a kind of communal sharing of great love would be a different but quite profound and much, much greater with respect to intensity, duration, 
and richness of experience than a physical orgasm by nerves in a small area of a physical body, albeit with an emotional overlay by the communication to the central nervous system of what is going on with the interplay of thoughts and emotions and feelings. But the physical experiencing of intimacy pales in comparison to the coming together of souls in an intimate interplay designed to be a special sharing by those with great love feelings for one another. It is not so different that it is not done casually, but when there is an appropriate reason in history and prelude to develop a deep relationship of some kind. But you can know that the wonders will be quite delightful and rewarding that await your return to the light and will also be true for the ascended human while living in higher dimensions in your new form as expanded beings. Well, certainly good news. (laughs) Well, for many of us, and not everyone cares about this aspect of life. I suspect because they may not have had the the pleasure of experiencing it, but that's my own bias. (laughs) And I think we have many uh, limitations as is pointed out here for most of us that seems obvious many people tell me you know they're done they they just want to leave they're tired of being here they don't like their life they think it's it's very drab and and it's hard and not very rewarding and they'd rather be done they'd rather just die and and go and they're There is logic to that, actually, in the context of what we're learning today and how much better it is up in heaven and beyond. But we we do have responsibilities, and that's the thing to keep in mind. Don't jump ship just yet because it's headed somewhere. And if we get to port, that's when we'll get the, the biggest of rewards. Did I leave my mic on or something, Carl? You sound like you're talking about me sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to, you know. I... <laughs> no, we all we all have our struggles here, that's for sure. We all have our burdens that we have to deal with. And I am no different, neither are you. You know, it's, uh, life's not easy down here. No, it isn't. Yeah, you ask creator, a viewer asks, if divine humans are extensions of the divine, why do we need to learn? Are we not already fully loaded, so to speak? Or is it true that when souls are created, they start from scratch, such as tabula rasa? And if this is the case, why? All right. Creator tells us, most souls have been in existence for vast spans of time. When souls are first created, they are imparted with many capabilities inherent within them. And so they're primed with much awareness and knowledge and can grow and make strides quickly more so than is the case for a human infant. In your realm, everything is subdued, constrained, restricted, and made much more difficult because of the many inherent limitations of the physical body and the mental function that is allowable and can be supported. Your consciousness is therefore filtered into a physical receptor mechanism that is inherently highly constrained and it limits your range of experience considerably. Even as a light being, you do not know everything Creator knows. You are still a component of Creator, so on a personal level, there is a vast room for growth and improvement, and in addition, when you are given freedom of movement and thought as an autonomous being through free will and free agency, you can create new things of your own that may never have occurred to Creator or been in existence 
prior to your thoughts bringing them about. This is the reason for the expansion we speak of, the grand ascension of humanity to higher dimensional function. Your capabilities will expand tremendously, and this will put you in a much higher league of involvement in the universe with a much wider influence and scope of activity. There will be many, many opportunities to excel and to push the frontiers further than anything that has happened previously. That is the reason for the Divine Human Project to begin with. It is an expansion of what Creator can do on its own. You, individually and collectively, will be expanding on all that Creator has accomplished to extend the reach further. And that will be a beautiful and joyous collaboration. Well, the word collaboration, you know, we, we've learned from the very, very beginnings of this project that what, what Creator is looking for is a partnership. Indeed. And, and this brings it really home in a much more concrete way. It's not just Creator wants some pals, you know, like a flock right. of children or a pack of, you know, loving dogs to take on walks and lie, you know, next to you by the fire at night and that type of thing. More of a passive, low-level interaction, but really more on Creator's level to the extent we're able to grow into that role and that dimension. And the potential is given to us yes. through our creation. It's up to us to make something of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You asked, Creator, a viewer asks, how similar to our lives on Earth is it in the light? And what are the similarities and differences? All right. And Creator kind of encapsulates this, I think. So Creator tells us, we have described many of the differences in using the similarities to contrast the great expansion and magnified capabilities of the light being status you will enjoy moving forward as a normal way of living once you ascend, having completed the healing needs in your way at present. So this view is potential and provisional but is reachable with concerted effort to heal the interlopers among you. As a higher dimensional light being, you will be able to do everything anyone can do as a human and more. There will be no restrictions as you are used to, where bodies are only so strong, so skilled, so adept, so talented. There will still be variations in these attributes, but the repertoire capabilities is much vaster and refined to a high degree by virtue of the long soul extension or soul existence you've enjoyed and the great steady growth and skill and accomplishment that has enabled all to attain a very advanced level of development personally. There will still be the superstars among you concerning particular applications of talent and capability. But all will be blessed with basic complement of life skills and competence across the board. You will have no 98-pound weaklings, in other words. This makes life quite different, as the differences among you will be lessened. There will not be clear winners and losers. There will just be a variety of experiences underway and opportunities for trying many, many things and engaging as one desires with very long-term enterprises that will lead to quite advanced and refined characteristics. So the quest will not be to become specialists as a primary goal, but this may well happen in many ways during the course of the unfolding soul journey. This is what creates a vast richness and endless possibilities. 
you're designed to be collaborative beings. And this is why social interaction is so valued and important for emotional and physical health. No one is an island, and that truism has a much deeper meaning. You are designed to be part of a family and will only be fulfilled as your family is fulfilled overall. Everything you do will be designed and intended to add to the human family as well as your own personal enjoyment and satisfaction from your accomplishments. That will not change, but in the light being realm, it is not done through competition as the driving force. There's no imperative to best someone. All light beings rejoice in others' achievements and will cheer one another on. In a sense, what one does, another does not have to do. This is not taking anything away in a universe of endless possibilities. It is simply simply streamlining the path to novelty by having enough broad awarenesses one can always find a unique form of expression and place to be to create the learning opportunities and experience what is desired for growth and personal advancement, all of which will inform the broad human family and be a kind of prize that is shared and acknowledged in turn. One gains all the time by the gifting to others. This is how life is supposed to be conducted. Uh, It's incredible. Um, Tremendous promise. I mean, I've always had faith that there was a great beyond, but it's so rewarding to to actually get this kind of information. Um, And it's, it's very compelling, Carl. Well, we're not going to be sitting around on clouds all day playing harps. No. <laughs> and, you know, that might be fun for an afternoon, but then what? You know, if you've right. got eternity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got eternity to play with, it seems like you'd want to do more than just, uh, just play harps, you know. Um, no, it's it, 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 there's a tremendous promise here um, of actually joining Creator as a partner. But the one thing that goes along with with great power is great responsibility. And I think that's what we're really here in this very limited capacity to really kind of polish and hone is our sense of responsibility and understanding from a a true perspective of wisdom what you can accomplish uh, in a balanced way. Well, we need to heal to have this future. That is the immediate responsibility we have. Yes. We're behind the curve. We're wounded. We're struggling. Life is in chaos. We're under threat from the darkness. We've got to deal with that. Absolutely. And the way to do that is through prayer work and the Lightworker Healing Protocol, which is a a very advanced um, and complete form of prayer, essentially. So it's not vastly different, just an extension of of the power of prayer. And you can learn about uh, Creator's recommended prayers. Get our ebook at getwisdom.com slash prayer. As well as, again, check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol. We've talked about the LHP and other programs in more depth. But you can get that and learn all about it at getwisdom.com slash LHP. Carl, we're out of time again. We'll have more time when we get to heaven, but we're out of time now. All right. Be well. Take care. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 